The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC, on a Monday after a fairly quiet weekend on which the Fabinho deal seemed to progress a little bit, and reports are that the Henderson deal is also moving forward, and both of them could be out the door before this week is over. So let's assume both of them go. I think in Fab's case, it's pretty clear that one's going to happen. The offer that's come in, I imagine, at forty million is pretty much what we're happy with. I'd imagine it's just about payment structures. It seems like he's agreed personal terms to make his move. The Henderson one, he's clearly agreed personal terms. It looks like maybe the Saudi club were given some false information about the type of fee Liverpool could be looking for. Um, that information that they got seems to have come from Henderson's camp, that the club might be willing to let him go for free or for a small amount. So that's clearly not the case. We clearly want a fee. The, the talk was, oh, Liverpool want 20 million. They're apparently willing to pay 10. I imagine we meet somewhere in the middle and it gets done. He might have to give back some money. So maybe instead of the 350 grand a week he's been offered, maybe he takes 250 grand a week. And that is a 5 million difference over the first year. Maybe it's just for the first year he takes a little bit less. Um, the 700,000 fee is obviously, a 700,000 figure is obviously just nonsense that was made up. 250 grand tax free would be a significant bump on the 200 grand before tax that he earns at Liverpool. So he would still be getting a lot more money. Now, I think it's fair to say that people are a little bit surprised by the Henderson move. I don't think the Fabinho move is as surprising because he does kind of fit into the category of players that the Saudis are buying up. And so does Henderson in, in some ways, but at the same time, Given his support to the LGBTQ community, his you know leadership on rainbow laces and things like that, it it does come as a little bit of a surprise. But you know, 
such is the way of the world. I think if we can get both of them done and out the door, I really does think I, I really do think it clears the way for us to properly overhaul the midfield completely. Now, there's still speculation about Thiago. Will he stay or will he will he go? I think at this stage he'll probably stay if the other two are going, which likely means we bring in two. We were looking to bring in one before all of this Henderson and Fabinho stuff began. So I can see us bringing in two now, the one we wanted plus a Fabinho replacement. I don't think we need to replace Henderson because I think we've already done that in Dominic. And he might have taken on the James Milner role. Those minutes can just get swallowed up by Curtis Jones and by Stefan Besetic and by the fact that, you know, Dominic can play more minutes than Henderson did last season. Alexis can play more minutes this season than, say, Naby and Ox did combined. Hopefully we get more minutes from Thiago this season. So I think we're going to be good regardless. So we need two. So Romeo Lavia's name is the one that's out there and he is the one that makes a lot of sense for us as the long-term fixture in that number six position. Uh, an incredible talent, 19 years of age, will count as an under-21 player for three more seasons. And I just don't see a better option for us. I know people will say, well, Caicedo and Chouameni, and yes, they're in the short-term better options. But in the long term, I don't know that they necessarily are. I think he's got the potential to be the best of the three in the long term. Certainly as a six. He's better now than Caicedo was 12 months ago. Significantly so. Caicedo took a huge leap this past season. Now, he was excellent going into the year. He is phenomenal right now. But I don't see why Lavia can't repeat that why he can't match that. I don't see why he can't be Caicedo level or better in 12 months. He's better on the ball. I think he reads the game a little bit better. He's not as strong. And he is a little bit less consistent than Caicedo, but those are things that come with age. I don't think there's anything that you need to worry about. His decision-making at times can be a little bit questionable, but again... He's 19. All 19-year-olds make bad decisions. Remember the decisions you were making as a 19-year-old? They weren't great, let me tell you now. So I think if we get Lavia in, that boxes off the long-term fit in that role. And that was what we were looking at him for before the Fabinho transfer came up. So with Fab going, we're looking for an immediate fit, someone that just slots in straight away, and over the first 12 months is maybe the, the starter and then transitions into a squad role or potentially you have the two of them splitting minutes. Maybe the, the system shifts and the two of them can play together, whoever it is, and, and Lavia. So there's a, a few options here. Now, the names that the media came out with, Sophie and Amrabat, I'm not against it. I quite like Amrabat. I think he's a good player. And at 25 to 30 million, I do think it represents good value. Calvin Phillips. This one got a lot of, I I don't know what, negativity, I suppose, on social media. 
But I like Calvin Phillips. I think he's a good player. I would have taken him from Leeds a year ago. A year at City doesn't really change my view on that. I know he's 28 around Christmas time, so that's a concern. But if you could get three to four really good years out of him, you know, one as the starter, maybe 18 months as the starter, and then he transitions into a squad role, he's also capable of playing centre-back. So Virgil was missing, but he's not as big as Virgil. He could slot in there for the odd game or two. I know he's had some injuries, but the shoulder injury that he missed much of last season with is an old injury that he had at Leeds that he should have got operated on back then. Didn't because he wanted to help them do well. Played through an injury for a bunch of years and now it's eventually just given up on him and he's had it fixed and it shouldn't be an issue. Outside of that, he had one calf injury that I think he missed four games for. And then the hamstring injury at Leeds, which was fairly significant. But that hamstring injury is the only real worry. And we don't ask our six to cover the amount of ground that Marcelo Bielsa did. So maybe that can be managed and mitigated. I like Phillips. I think he's a good player. Um, they mentioned Ryan Gravenberch, who simply isn't a six and will never be a six. And there was another name that isn't worth remembering. Um, other names going around, Edson Alvarez, good but not great. Ibrahim Sanger, good but not great. They'd be really good signings for West Ham. I don't know that they'd be really good signings for us, but if you're bringing them in with Lavia and they're going to split minutes, I could probably get on board with either of them. And then there's Jao Polinia. Now, he's different in that I do think he's good enough to walk in and be a starter for us without question. But he's 28. And Fulham will want huge money. Reportedly 60 plus million. Now, if you could get him at 40, I think that's worth doing even at 28. If you could get him and Lavia, I think that is about as good an outcome as you can get. The only outcome I can think of that would be better is Florentino Luis and Lavia. But Polinia might just be the better fit now. He might be the better player now. Florentino's an incredible ball winner. And despite what people say, he's decent on the ball. He's very safe in his passing. But when you look at what him and Enzo did together last season for Benfica in the first part of the year, he was sensational. So you put him and Trent together, and I could see them being absolutely dynamite together as well. The other way we could go with it is to go with Lavia and then more of a destroyer type in the mould of Florentino, but maybe not as ready-made or not as high calibre. So Manu Kone, I think he's got all the talent. He's got some injury worries, which are a concern. But Lavia and Kone, that would be really good. I'd take Tyler Adams, but again, like with Calvin Phillips, he had a significant hamstring injury last year. So how big of a risk is that? 
I think it has to be Lavia plus one. And I think we've got a bunch of other options to go with. There are more than enough good number sixes out there for us to sign. Uh, by the way, if you can hear weird noises behind me, uh, I have Molly in the room. She's got a cone on because she's got a, a cut on her tail and she won't leave it alone. So um, she can't be left unsupervised and she's banging her cone into stuff. So that's what the weird noise is behind me if you hear it. Um, I've lost my train of thought now. Oh, yeah. Lavia to me is a must. I think he's an absolute must. And the other one, I think there's a bunch of different ways we can go that everybody would be happy with. Like even Edson Alvarez or Sanger, they're not elite level players, but they are good players. And they'd be good squad additions. They would have been good backups to Fabinho. They'd be good backups to Lavia. And again, Alvarez can play centre-back if needed. So you do get that added benefit from him as well. Um, On to this is Anfield then. Who is Florentino Luis, a new midfield option for Liverpool? Now, Neil Jones has said he thinks this is a name to keep, keep an eye on. I did notice that both Jones and David Lynch were very quick to say that the names that were all handed out to the media might well just be smokescreens, that they might well not be the names that Liverpool are looking at. And Neil brought up the possibility of Florentino as a signing. And I think if we were to get him, he's he's got some rough edges that you'd need to smooth out. Amrabat, Gravenberch, Phillips and Lavia was the four names that all of the journalists had. So for me, Lavia is probably the only real name on that list. I don't expect us to move for Amrabat. I don't expect us to move for Phillips. The Gravenberch thing is just a name I think we just throw out. Um, Florentino does make a lot of sense. If we could get him for the right price, but it would have to be the right price. Couldn't be paying over 50 million for him. Because realistically, you're ideally looking at him to be your third midfielder. He can play with Trent or Lavia, or he can play in there by himself, as long as he's got players like Alexis and Dominic either side of him. But I think Lavia is the one you're bringing in with the view of this is the this is the guy. This is the one that's going to be a linchpin in this midfield for us. Uh, but that piece there on um, Florentino Luis is very good. Uh, Liverpool's new pitch has been installed. This is Anfield. Have a glance inside Anfield. So do check that out. There are some pictures up of the most recent training sessions. As a piece about Ben Doak, uh, David Lynch has revealed that Harvey Elliott and Curtis Jones will join the squad this week. Ibrahim Kanate talks about a new role and the need to level up this season. Two released Liverpool youngsters pick up new clubs in Wales and in Scotland. Uh, let's see, Ewan Roberts and Jack Byrne. Ewan Roberts has joined Bala Town and Byrne has joined Granick Morton. So fair play. Best of luck in your future endeavours, lads. Uh, ten defensive midfield options for Liverpool if Fabinho and Henderson leave. Let's let's run the rule on these. Uh, 
Chiromani, obviously, he would be great. Coop Miners, no, too slow. He's too slow. The suitability, 8 out of 10, is, I'm sorry, is just not based in reality. He's too slow. Uh, Caicedo, absolutely. Sanger, yeah, like I said, as a squad player, be fine. Kefren Turam is not a 6. Really good player, not a 6. Be excellent in a rotation. If Thiago were to leave, he's the one to go and get to be the fourth number 8. Or Andre Trinidad whose name has been brought up over the weekend as a player we're interested in. I think he's a Thiago replacement. I don't think he's a Fabinho replacement, but Andre Trinidad is really good. Uh, Romeo Lavia, absolutely, should be higher than an an 8 out of 10. Uh, Florentino Luis, absolutely. Manu Kone, absolutely. Uh, Joe Polina, suitability, 5 out of 10. I mean... Really? I think he's a, a lot better than a 5 out of 10 in terms of suitability for, for what we want. Uh, very good player. The age is the only thing against him. Like, if he was 24, 25, you'd gladly pay $60 million for him. But at 28, I think 40 is about as high as you can go. And somehow Ryan Gravenberch uh, gets a 6 out of 10 on suitability. A versatile midfielder is capable of playing in the defensive role. No, he's not. He just isn't. Off that list, though, Kone, Florentino, Lavia, they're the three. They're the three. Get get Lavia and one of the other two. And I think that solves the issue. I don't think you need to worry about anything else in midfield for this summer. If Thiago goes next summer, then perhaps you bring in one more. Um... Liverpool.com, there's a piece up about Romeo Lavia. Four Liverpool transfer targets to replace Fabinho. Some of these will definitely be absolutely wild. This oh, this might just be the list that's been handed out. Oh, yeah, it is. Lavia, Amrabat, Gravenberch, and Phillips. Um, there is a piece about Klopp. Klopp wants... Man United target. Okay, we'll come back to that. Uh, There's a piece about Andre Trinidad. There is a piece about Liverpool spoiling Barcelona transfer plan. Um, Okay, let's see. Liverpool can copy Mikel Arteta transfer plan. Liverpool should not copy anything Mikel Arteta does. Liverpool must not make same Thiago mistake twice as Fabinho replacement could pose major risk. Okay. Uh, Jurgen Klopp wants Man United target. I wonder who this is. Let's have a look. Oh, it's Amrabat. Okay, so we're not going to put any faith into that. And then Wimbledon wants Anfield ceremony. Wimbledon men's doubles champion, Neil Skupski, has informally asked Liverpool whether he can parade his trophy at Liverpool. Oh, I think that should absolutely take place. I think he should absolutely be given the red carpet to roll out and display his um, his trophy. He's from the city. 
born and raised. Yeah, surely you you allow that. Surely that's something that can be arranged. Um, a second medical given green light by Liverpool as the rally in too many drops hint. Uh, Liverpool have given the green light to Jordan Henderson having a medical with um, Al Etifak. Uh Let's see. And the too many thing. Is it this tweet that he apparently liked? I think it is. I think he liked a tweet. Um, I don't really care, to be honest. I think if a bid went in for him, I think it would be very interesting to see how Real would react, given their financial issues and the fact that they want um, Kylian Mbappe. Podcast, oh, sorry, on to um, AnfieldIndex.com. Podcast-wise, we have a bunch of new stuff. Uh, Guy, Trev and Jim got together to discuss the Henderson and Fabinho news. That was just before, kind of, I think that was Friday. That was Friday evening that that took place. Might have been Thursday. I think it was Friday. Um, there's a Media Matters up, Dave Davis and Neil Jones, to discuss, again, Fabinho and Henderson. Uh, Trev and Dave Davis did a transfer show, so check that out at Pro Plus. And there is... I have good news and bad news. Again, it is great news. There is a new episode of Minefield. The bad news is that I'm the guest. Um, But I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed it. Um, As I've said many times, it is the best podcast in the Liverpool sphere. I do hope I didn't tarnish it too much. Um, But, you know, I had fun. And uh, I think I got the lads to laugh once or twice. So, you know. We'll have that, and that's it. That's all I've got today. Make sure you check out the articles that we're putting up on Anfield Index as well. There's one about Calvin Phillips, one about Florentino Luis, one about Henderson, one about Fabinho, and one about Manu Kone. So that is it. That's all I have. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.